Dave Meltzer, and you're listening to the City Radio Wrestling Podcast. Wrestling Radio Podcast. Wrestling Radio Podcast? Yes. City Wrestling Radio Podcast. Yeah. This is Dave Meltzer, and you're listening to the City Radio Wrestling Podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this... This is the Raw Review. I'm your host, Corey Smith. Back at it again in a very, very warm Diamond Studio with my co-host of the day. Joining me all the way from, what, Chico? Chico, California? No? Um, Pacheco? Pacheco, California. Yeah, there you go. The kid, Noah Watts. That's right. How are you today, sir? Sweating. It's it's a warm day Sweating. here in the Bay We're Area. We're in our tank tops. Welcome to the gun show that it, no one could see. It's ricochet. Just walked in here because yes. man. Oh my there god! Bullets. I hated that. Uh, how long before uh, ricochet gets turned into a uh, a cowboy? Just gun the gunslinger. The gunslinger. Uh, oh god! Hopefully never. But uh, yeah, uh, how are you today? We're good. Sweaty and good. Yeah. Sweaty. That's exhausted. Good. Doing a billion things in this million degree weather. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a warm one today, but it's a warm one. But it's all right because we're still here. We're sweating it out yep. just so we can talk about Monday Night Raw. Yeah, uh, because you know what a show it was last night. Uh huh. It, it it was. Um, oh. What do you think of the show overall? Yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah. That's, wow. If that can wow. be described. It was uh, a weird show. It started out really hot, really fast. It started out really with good. a really good match, I the it was triple good. threat match. Yeah. Um, but it and seemed like the we- it, the wheels were being forced to turn uh-huh. with parts that weren't the right parts for a machine. Yep. And it was just like go 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 go. You know, mm-hmm. that's the best analogy at least I can think of. Yeah. It's just a fucked up machine last night. It's a very fucked up machine. But, you know, it was what it was. We have now have a new number one contender in AJ Styles. Hell yeah. AJ Styles, well, even though he's injured. Um, yeah. At least, you know. So it's still going to be a match. People are going to be like, yes, we've been waiting for this. and then it's Yeah, but it's going to be like. It's not going to live up to oh, the yeah. hype. Yeah. Just like That's everything. exactly what I was it's thinking. It's like they're both great competitors, but it's just not going to live up to at what At least we r- think. not to, like, if AJ was really healthy. You don't know no, 100%. if AJ was 110%, that match still would be under our expectations. You think Seth would just low blow him like Shinsuke did? Or he'll just low uh, blow There'll be a low blow. No, up. but I feel like it will be the same structure as AJ and Shinsuke, especially yeah. at Mania 34. Just back and forth and Where back and it forth. was, it's building up and it was good. And then it went down and it was, the, the match just paced really slow. Yeah. And then instead of rising back up and having a good finish, it just ended then and there. Yeah. And everyone was disappointed. Same damn thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's okay because, you know, this week the shakeup is still happening. There's still people being shaken up. Did you know this? Mm -hmm. I wonder wonder who's going to show up tonight on SmackDown Live because last, you know, I thought the Superstar Shake was ended last week and it just continued. It didn't technically continue to this week, but we had a bunch of people show up to Monday Night Raw. Because of a few people coming and going. Alistair Black going to SmackDown along with Andrade and Zelina. You think Alistair's going? Was that announced that Alistair's yeah. going? Yeah, Alistair's on the SmackDown page. Uh, Alistair's old. They're keeping Zelina. Okay, so the story is, is, you know, they broke up the couple of Charlotte and Andrade, who, I don't if you don't follow them on Twitter, I, no, they are then, very much together. And then Charlotte, like, politically got Andrade back. She said, I'm I'm, I'm Charlotte. I want my lover here. I want, I want my manservant they're here. They're like, okay. I want, I want my man here. Okay. And he just came crawling back. And... 
He's like, why do I have to fucking crawl, Charlotte? She's well, just crawl for me. Oh, yeah. And then Zelina's now on SmackDown. Because she goes with Andrade. And, and then, then who goes with Zelina? She Zel- got and Alistair, Alistair Black. Black. Yep. Oh, man. So that's the story. Everyone's ah. being shook up. Um, the Viking Raiders. Uh, they're still Monday Night Raw, but they're uh, they they're not a new ni- they're not a new tag team. They tried to fix it. The Viking Experience is they now tried. their finisher move, which isn't even the Fallout anymore. It's like some pop up, like it's like a pop up side. But slam. they still have the same names that are way worse. Yeah, because I I got you. I liked Hanson and Rowe because it was easier to remember. Yeah, and then now it's Ikevar and I- Ivar and Ivar and Eric. And- Ivar and Eric. It, they sound like like. When I think of those two names, who are those little Vikings that are in the Sunday newspapers? Like they have like the oversized hats. I know what the, you're talking about, but yeah. I have no idea what the names. But of that them just are. reminds me of that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, so the Viking Experience—that's their new name. Is it be- or the or the Viking Raiders? I'm sorry. Is it better than the Viking Experience? It's better than the Viking Experience, but it's How not long? as good as War Raiders because I, I mean, War Raiders like. We didn't like that they changed it to War Machine, but they couldn't give them War Machine because they already had heavy machinery. They didn't want yeah, two that's what big I thought guys with the machine as a tag name. team. So we understood, and we liked War Raiders. They had a good thing. They God, why couldn't they gimmick. just fucking change uh, Heavy Machinery's name at the time? Like, where did they go? Like, they could have just been the Barbecue Boys or something like that. Like the the nine to fivers, the un- the union. The union workers, because they're construction workers, and therefore you should probably be part of a union. I don't know. They, I'm thinking too much into it. Yeah. I would have really intricate storylines if I wrote wrestling. Like people I'm would be like, "What?" You're not because I, I feel like it's, it's. I'd be like, "No, man, you have I to go back in, nine seasons." In that parallel universe, there's other people. That's us right now talking about how shit that is. They're like, "Oh, the barbecue boys." Oh, barbecue boys. What the the union? What the what kind of name gimmick? Well, is that, that you know they had you, they had the union back, and it was like Test. Who was it? Test. Um, uh, Ken Shamrock, Big Show. And Mankind, right? The Union. I don't it was know why with... you're saying you right. I I did not watch during that time. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, let's get into our full Monday Night Raw review. But before we get into that, guys, you know, besides this show, the Raw Review, we have plenty of other shows. Check them all out on SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Also, across a plethora of other fine podcast applications, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, CastBox, and many, many more. If you want to be the first to listen to our shows, stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio at CWR4 and 5, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And one last thing. Well, two things. Go to YouTube. Also, follow City Wrestling Radio because we also have weekly videos on there. Especially if you live in Northern California, you need to subscribe to the NorCal Wrestling Roundup. Name still pending. Um... I just can't think of a better one right now. Put a little pin in it saying like, oh, a little asterisk. Yeah. yeah. Um, go check it out because each week I tell you where to go to watch some live wrestling in the Northern California area and give you results from last week or tell you where to watch the shows online um, if they were tapings because I'm, I decided I can't give out results for tapings anymore. I did it once and I, I think I messed up. <laughs> they were like, hey, that was a taping. And I'm like, my uh... bad. But if you want to watch those shows or listen to City Wrestling Radio or anything in style, go check out brownbutterwrestling.com slash cwr.html to get your very own City Wrestling Radio t-shirt. Be the first on your block to be to represent the coolest, the hippest, the freshest podcast around out of the City College uh, campus of San Francisco. There you go. There we go. <laughs> Uh, go check it out. Buy a T-shirt. Um, they go in sizes extra small to 4XL um, because it really does help the show. Every cent you spend on the show makes this show 
even more better because eventually it'll pay for the show. Hopefully. And I don't have to pay for it out of my own pocket. Yeah. And that would be awesome. Yeah. And, and, and it's a good shirt, too. You know, uh, it's a good shirt. Juan from Juan of the Dead, he's the one who designed uh, yeah, our a logo. Good design. He's also done his design for the Young Bucks yeah. and um, uh, the Villain Club. We have the same logo designer as Villain Club Enterprises. What's up? That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome right there. Freaking Sam Roberts don't got that. Yeah, Sam Roberts, you ain't got that. You ain't got that. Brian Alvarez, you ain't got you that. You ain't got that. Uh, Friendoverse, I don't I don't know. If, I think they designed their I don't think they have that. They don't, we don't know if they got that. Yeah, they ain't got it. Yeah, but, maybe. But we got it. But Go, we do. Like I said, brownbutterwrestling.com slash cwr.html. I don't know if I have to say the .html part, but you I'm just making sure. You could just say slash cwr. I'm just making fine, sure. Making sure. It doesn't hurt to be cautious. Anyways, let's get into our full Monday Night Raw review from last night. Uh, they were in Des Moines, Iowa, I believe. Iowa. Des Moines. Uh, kicked off with Triple H. He comes out to the ring. And as soon as Trips gets out to the ring, out comes the Universal Champion Seth freaking Rollins. Rollins says he's standing in front of his home state, in front of Triple H. And as the Universal Champion, that's a little surreal to him. I mean, okay. Sure. Sure. Fine, Seth. Uh, Triple H then says... You walked into WrestleMania as a Kingslayer, but you walked out a Beastslayer. Good on you, son. I feel like there's this hierarchy of family now in Triple H's imaginary world. Like Ric Flair's his dad, Seth Rollins is his son. I think they need to get the new, like a new evolution together. Not with Ric Flair, though. Anyways, I'll continue. Ooh, wait, hold up. No, that what? would actually be really cool. Be like, oh, but no, different... but, but Triple H should have to play the Ric Flair part, and then they'd have to get someone young. Oh, Pete Dunn. Pete Dunne, Seth Rollins, Triple H. And then that's it. Well, you can get one big guy, too. What? Big Cass? <laughs> no, it's Cass XL or something. I'm Cass XL. Uh, Triple H then says, you know, Seth, the ru- the landscape of, of everything has changed in Monday Night Raw because everyone's got it for you now. And then- it's like, well, yeah. If, if Seth didn't know that when he became champion... And he's now learning it? That's a little sad. He said, you know, everyone's coming for this Velcro title. <laughs> that thing. Have you noticed that, by the way? The Velcro on the title now? There's no Velcro on there's the There's Velcro on the Universal. No, there's not. Where? Are you serious? Look, Where on the title? Okay. The Velcro is to hold the title together now. He still has the little um, the little things to clip it in, but they take it off of one side, and it's Velcro on the inside. If you look carefully on one side, there's no, um, there's no buckles on one side. There's a Velcro strip. Huh. I think it's just because he was too small for the the belt. There's, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it makes sense why, but I mean, it just annoys me every time I look at it. Now it just looks like a like it bugs me because Velcro gets so messy when you pull it apart. You know what I mean? It like rips apart. I don't know. It bugs me. It just bugs me. Uh, uh, Rollins says he's been on he's been on both sides of of you know the we're talking about Money in the Bank now. They're talking about who's going to be the number one contender for Money in the Bank. He says he's been on both sides of a Money in the Bank cash-in. He's cashed in, and he's had it cashed in on him. You know, 30, WrestleMania 31, where he cashed in. And then, yeah. was it Money in the Bank 2017, where Ambrose cashed in on him? After Reigns and Rollins, I believe. 2016, because Rollins got hurt. No, 2017. Yeah. Had to be 2017. Wait. Hmm. That's when he fought AJ. AJ debuted in 2000. Has to be 2016. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Trips then added. Knowledge. 
He says, don't pull the cart before the horse, son. It's okay. Come. I was like, okay. That's a weird so, old man. Such a wild reference. Uh, then out comes Samoa Joe. Um, because, you know, we're going to have two three-way three way matches tonight. The winner of the two matches will face off in a number one contenders match. Yeah. Samoa Joe's the first to come out and say, hey, I want that title. Um, because that's what they're all going to do now. He had a little trouble getting the title back oh, on back. his shoulder. You saw that? So he comes like into the ring. Like his towel got in the way. The title was like off. The U.S. title? Yeah. yeah he was it, trying to throw it back over his shoulder and, and he couldn't quite get it back. <laughs> he was basically saying how he really respects Becky Lynch. And, um, you know, he says how okay, he likes her idea two of. Two belt method. Yeah. So. Uh, Joey two belts. Hey, Samoe Joey. Samoe Joey two belts. No. Okay. It's tough going. Okay. Uh, then uh, let's see. Then out comes Rey Mysterio because yeah, he's a legitimate contender for the Universal Title. You know, got beat like within like a minute and a half at WrestleMania. Yeah, he says that's fine. He says, Joe, you aren't the only former SmackDown Live superstar that came here to make a name for themselves. And Seth, I didn't come out here just to drop knowledge. After tonight is said and done, I will see you at Money in the Bank. Ooh, Ooh. them's fighting words. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it'll be cool to see Rollins versus Mysterio one-on-one. Eventually. It'll be a good Raw main event. Like, honestly, they need to do that for the Universal title on a Raw. On a Raw. But it has to be, like, some situation where you know Ray's not going to win. And, like, but it's going to get messed up by, like, Baron Corbin will break. There we go. Money in the bank. There we go. Um, Like I said, out comes McIntyre. And then he says he doesn't give a damn about Joe or Ray or Seth. He just cares about, uh, he, and he doesn't care about the fans or the fresh new matches. I love how he tried to get that in there. Like, I don't give a damn about you, Seth, Joe, or the fresh new matches for all the fans that were watching Thank here. Thank you for the Superstar Shake-Up. You know, like, these, yeah. these new matches that you couldn't see before the Superstar Shake-Up. You know that song goes, try to sneak in a plug for the Superstar Shake-Up. <laughs> you need to do it. Yeah, because, oh, yeah, it's definitely Daddy Vince oh, I, doing it. I, I got you, Father Vince. Father Vince. Father Vince. Father Papa Vince. Papa Vince. Uh, Drew said the only reason that Rollins is still universal champion is because he didn't get to Brock first. And then out comes The Miz. Okay. They're just, like, really building up this main event scene on Monday Night Raw to be a little something that it isn't. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have any legit, like, I don't feel like these guys are legit universal champion contenders. Yeah. And nobody really does after And especially since, like, the actual main event that we got was, like, it could have been a better main event. Absolutely. But we'll get to that. Uh, Miz says, the more things change, the more they stay the same. He says, Seth, the last time I was here, you had something I wanted. Uh, but I got, I went through Hollywood, but I kind of went through a reboot of sorts. And, uh, the, the guy who calls himself the best in the world changed me. I was like, okay. That was a very, all these were very weird lines that I know were like fed to them at the very last second, because I heard some rumor of them rewriting the show up to four minutes before the show started. Plenty of time. (laughs) Plenty of time to rewrite a four hour show. Because, you know, they tell us that what the main, what the two, how we're setting up for the main event when the show starts. And then all everyone comes in the ring and says, this is what we're doing. Hooray. And like, it's weird because they kind of built this whole, Oh, we're going to find out who you're going to face. Right. And they yeah, tried to build yeah. up like they're announcing it then and there, but it was announced like an by hour. Michael Cole. No, no, it was announced like an like an hour or so before the show even started. Well, you know, Vince like, like well, media. Well, I just want to make sure because not a lot of people look at their social media nowadays. Like Vince, you don't look at social media. No. What? what you, I'm, I'm hip. What do you mean? I'm hip. I'm cool. I'm down with it. Uh, then out comes Baron Corbin, and he says he's the most deserving man to challenge Seth. 
And he asks all the men, he goes, have you ever beat a gold medalist in his farewell match at WrestleMania? Noah, have you ever beaten a gold medalist at his farewell match at WrestleMania? Man, now that you asked, I don't think I have. I love the one thing about this part is the first person he asks is Drew McIntyre. And he, you could see, you, I could read his fucking lips. And he goes, I did actually. And I, what I think he's referring to is I think. When he made him tap out? Either made him tap out. Or he's referring to, did they have some sort of match before Kurt Angle came back to WWE, maybe in Defy? Or no, Defiant? Or um, what culture? Culture pro pro wrestling? Yeah. Maybe. I know they had a couple matches over there. Um, I don't know exactly. But anyways, I think he just, you know. But it was just kind of funny, the 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 cockiness of McIntyre. He was kind of like, yeah, I did actually. And then he looks at everyone, asks them all if they've beaten him. And of course, everyone says, no. I mean, kind of loud. Styles did. Joe did. Then out comes uh, out comes AJ Styles. AJ kind of makes fun of Corbin for a minute because you know that's what you do. Throw Corbin under bus. Good. So Corbin, good heel or uh, bad heel? Like, do you like Baron Corbin as a heel? Because I'm I'm on the oh. assumption I want to turn off my TV when I see him. <laughs> but people are no, like, no, it's people tough. are like, he's he, that that makes him a good heel because you don't like him. But then it's like, yeah, I should. And then if we're going off of that, then. Roman Reigns, like a few years ago, would be classified as a heel then. Right. But he wasn't. Right. It's, it's not just the whole, like, oh, being a heel is when everyone hates you. It's like, that's not really. There's a fine line between hating him and hate and not caring what he says because he's not interesting. Yeah. I feel like there's a fine line with heels with that. Because Tommaso Ciampa, he's a great heel that you want to watch. watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baron Corbin is the heel that you do not give a shit about. Because some people would debate that Tommaso Ciampa wasn't that great of a heel because people cheered for him at a certain point. You see what I'm saying? Like, he was so good, people, like... like failed as a heel? Like, he failed That's... as a heel. I don't you believe that at all. How... I think Tommaso Ciampa's a great no, heel. Tommaso Ciampa was a great heel. I think like, the heel of the future. No, he's definitely one of the most best heels that's happened in the he past year. He is one of the year. most best heels. I mean, when you think about it, he was so hated at a point. Oh, that's they true. They didn't even give him music. Yeah, just He boo. just came out and everyone you was livid. You suck, Chichampa. You know? You're great now. I love you no, now. No, he's great now. His song's awesome. You hugged Gargano. It's okay. Gargano. All is forgiven. He is now a face. Yeah. Um, but no, I, Tommaso Ciampa succeeded as a heel. The story between him and Gargano was amazing. Uh, yeah. Out comes AJ Styles, and he like he says he comes out makes fun of Corbin. He says I didn't beat beat up uh, Kurt Angle in his farewell match at WrestleMania, but I did beat up John Cena. Which okay, great. He was just trying to get all his like little quotes in there, his little catchphrases, because he comes in and he's like, I'm all raw now because I came over from the the house that AJ Styles. I was like, okay, yeah. AJ Styles, great. Sold. Yeah, you sold it now. It's gone. <laughs> sold it. It's gone. It's Roman's house Roman's now. Roman's yard. It's his yard. <laughs> he tore the house down. I wonder if he's going to build just a, a, yard. a dog house. He's going to build like a giant dog house. Oh, God damn. I don't know. Uh, and then Seth says, and I quote, this is what you're talking about, huh, Triple H? Well, I'm ready. And it doesn't matter who I face at Money in the Bank because I'm Seth freaking Rollins and I'm gonna burn it down and scene because <laughs> that's exactly how it felt a lot of it these times you know what yeah. i mean um i just wish like him just use charlotte's another one of them charlotte i just really wish they, when they flow into their catchphrases it could just it could be nice not felt like they 
were forced to say it, you know, like yeah. it just worked in. But no, that felt all forced and very just yeah, like did I said, not feel. Seth good. feels very forced sometimes. Seth on the I don't like Seth on the mic. I think Seth is a great probably one of the best wrestlers in a long time. Probably one of the best in WWE, top twenty five for sure. You know what I mean? I can't exactly say he's probably top ten because there's a lot of people in there that are underlooked. But you know, him on the mic sometimes it's just like, yeah, we're gonna burn it down. I'm the King Slayer. Kind of cheesy. Yeah. And corny. Yeah, like he it. was he was really good as a heel. No, when he was a heel, his mic work was untouchable. No one could touch him. Yeah. Um, but he also was hiding behind J and J security, Kane, Triple H, Stephanie McMahon. Well, so that's what you had made, it all mixed together. Yeah, and then when he would go on the mic and say <laughs> like, "Oh, I'm world champion all by myself," that's what made you. That's what made everyone hate him more. <clears throat> yeah. And that's why it was. I thought it it worked perfectly. And I'm 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 a Seth fan, but no, him as a face. I mean, when he was with like Ambrose, who's good on the mic, but just really monotone in general. I thought chewing it, gum all the time. I feel like yeah, I it, it that's worked. just what I think about him. it. Just worked when Seth is feuding with someone that's really good on the mic. He's good on the mic as well, but when it's just him out there and with the people that are not good, yeah, it's cheesy and bland, mm-hmm. as Chef Ramsay would say. Uh, he would say it's utter bullshit. Yeah, it's utter ridiculous bullshit. Mm-hmm. But no, he Seth Seth sorry he just you know. But you know it's fucking raw. Uh, next we have, uh, the first triple threat of the night, Rey Mysterio versus Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles. I'm assuming they're going to continue the Rey Mysterio Samoa Joe feud after this because you know, who cares? Yeah. Uh, so all three men go at it. We have an assisted springboard hurricanrana to Samoa Joe by Rey Mysterio. AJ then takes control of Rey Styles clash reverse into a hurricanrana to AJ by Rey Mysterio, which was actually a really cool spot. Uh, Uranagi to AJ by Samoa Joe. Back from commercial break, Joe and Ray are trading punches. We have a fast scoop slam to Ray Mysterio. AJ then breaks up the one count, hard strikes, and an insiguri to Joe by AJ. Ray breaks up the count. Did you know that Ray's mask says uh, mask on it? I just thought it was very weird that it did. What? So on Ray Mysterio's, so Ray Mysterio's costume last night was very uh, heavy machinery inspired. Okay. It was like construction colors, and it even had like the caution tape on the side. Yeah. And on the side it said Ray six one nine on his legs, but on his mask it just said mask. And I just didn't know why. It, yeah. Well, I mean, his shirt is like. Does it say shirt? No. Yeah. Um, oh, I hate that shirt. The the G, G face O A T. Because it's supposed to be greatest Goat. mask of all time. Great. Oh, greatest mask of all time. Yeah. Or oh. yeah, that's what it's supposed well, to be. Saying. Okay, that makes. Because like you see in wrestling, and there's all kinds of masks, but when you see Rey Mysterio mask, you're like, that's Rey Mysterio. You yeah. Know? You know what it is by heart. Exactly. Either, like the two freaking masks that you see is like, that's Rey Mysterio, that's Nacho Libre, that's that's Sin Cara uh, La- or whatever. La Parka. Yeah. La Parka is always one of them for me. Oh, I always see Nacho Libre or Rey Mysterio. Those really? are the two masks I always see. Yeah, I see La Parka and then like I never see a Pentagon one. I, I, I Pentagon an, ones are hard to find. I found an old school octagon one. Not old school, but it was like a replica, like a cheap one that you find in the mission. Right. right. That are like ten bucks. <laughs> um, let's see, where was I? Back from commercial break again. Second commercial break. Hard clothesline to Rey Mysterio by AJ, followed by a hard clothesline to AJ by Joe. A crucifix bomb to Joe by Ray. Ray then turns an attempted power slam into an around-the-world DDT to Smojo. Coquina Clutch locked into Ray after a failed 619. AJ then jumps into the second Coquina Clutch. Joe drops Ray, locks in the clutch. Uh, AJ escapes. Eventually, the end of the match. Uh, Joe down. 
power bomb to Rey Mysterio by AJ Styles, and then which led to a Styles clash, which we haven't seen um, in a while. Uh, yeah, we haven't seen a Styles clash. Which um, I think, pe- win, yeah, maybe I think they're just. I, I don't think they're going to let them do it unless it's a big time match or it's a smaller competitor. Because later in the night when he tried to do it to Baron Corbin, you know, that was just. That was pretty no, ugly. Hard to watch. Um, but yeah, so he hits the uh, Styles Clash to Rey Mysterio on top of Samoa Joe and then pins Samoa Joe. Okay, sure. So AJ Styles goes on to the main event to face for the number one contendership of the Universal title. Yeah. So good for him. Uh, next up, apparently John Cena guest hosted Ellen last Friday. So that was a thing. I haven't seen it, but... Woo! Without, I, that's, all, that's all I heard during that that um that segment it's just like Someone. john like john cena every segment he's like he touched something and break you know like oh get it he's, he's a strong man and there'll be another it. segment like a bunch of segments then with a shirt off because you know it's a primarily female audience ellen is a more female dominant show yes yeah audience wise yeah yeah i mean i watch ellen i love ellen i think she's hilarious but oh yeah yeah i don't i don't have an ellen i used to watch the old ellen sitcom before she came out of the closet i thought that was like because the sitcom was like her trying to find a man. <laughs> and I was even like as a kid, I'm like, girl, you are way more in the closet than I am right now. You need to get out of there. Right. You're like, you're so far in the closet, you're finding Christmas presents. That's my favorite one. Um, but no, she's great. But John Cena apparently. Co- or not co-host, guest hosted. So guest was, hosted. So he did the entire time. Uh, after this, we have Naomi versus Billy Kay. Um, so, yeah, the Iconics, they come out and they do their little shtick where they, you know, do really bad. Yeah. I do like that part. I either. love it. I uh, love it. And they're ve- they're they're very they're very good looking too. So I've the fact that they the have, like the humor. Always love them. Yeah. I thought they were not the best wrestlers, but they have good ring. Payne Royce is good. Billy Kay <coughs> is iffy. Payne Royce is good. They both have good in ring comedy too. Like yeah, like they can play off like oh don't hit me you know like in yeah. the middle of a match. And they're it- very comedic like talking wise. Yeah, exactly. Like they kind of remind me of Kevin Owens when he talks in the ring. Like it's uh... it's really funny. No. Well, they're they're over the top, like completely dumb. Exactly, because like, that's their character. Like they're just like dad jokes, like dad joke, dad joke, dad yeah. joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do love it. Um, but they come out and they um they say like they start talking about Ariana Grande. Did Ariana Grande like take her to, them to a concert or something? Did that really happen? I don't know what they were referring to. But it's something about they make a joke like Grande Venti. Oh, we know each other. Starbucks orders. Ha ha ha. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> oh my god! But then, but then Billy Kay calls Naomi Toots for some reason. She's like, "Listen up, Toots." And I was like, "Whoa, whoa!" Like, I mean, that, that's that's fine and all. I mean, whatever. But like, okay, sure, whatever. Um, and I just thought, and then she tells Naomi she's living in the past in the same sentence. She said, "Listen, Toots, you're living in the past." I was like, "It's a little bit of projecting there, but okay, that's yeah. fine." Um, so then they have a match. And then they don't have a match because it's over in like 30 seconds. Um, so pretty much the whole match is a uh, clothesline and back elbow to Billy Kay, a roll up to Billy Kay. Naomi gets a pin and a win. How is like a, a two minute match good for the women's division? Especially for the women's tag team champions. Exactly. I don't think that another loss ever the since day. they won the titles. I don't think they've won at all. They haven't won on SmackDown. I don't think they haven't won on Raw literally since WrestleMania. They haven't won. They haven't won yeah. one match, so separate ha- or together. So those belts are just they're belts, and it's funny Vince is letting them being called belts again. So it's okay, guys. Everybody in the wrestling community, you can call them belts again. It's fine. Yeah. Don't worry if anyone oh, tells you man. I'm kidding. 
Um, but yeah, no, it just it doesn't make any sense to me how like even if people people are gonna argue and say like, oh well, would you want to see Billy Kane Peyton Royce in like a thirty minute match? No, not necessarily. But then why put them in that position to you know be holding those 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 titles or or belts per se? Because they're they're actually a cohesive tag. Yeah, they're good on the mic. They're decent heels because they're annoying, but you want to watch them because you know they're good and good looking. Um, Yeah. They're a better duo than Banks and Bailey. Not better wrestlers, though. Not better wrestlers, but a better duo. Yes. Because Sasha Banks and Bailey, great, like on their own. Together, they're like, they're better fighting each other than fighting with each other. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. See, Billy Kay and Payne Royce, they're on the whole, they're actually like a unit. So we actually believe that they can, they should be. Uh, they're a real tag team while others are just like two people yeah, yeah, yeah. forced together. And when they're allowed to like uh, improv, they're really funny. Oh, yeah. Because have you seen like a, like a lot of their backstage segments? Like there was one like, right after they won the titles of them putting getting their side, side plates. plates put on. Yeah. And they were just going around to everyone. They're being like really like themselves. Titus O'Neil's cracking me up because he's like eating a sandwich. But like and he's like, oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. You know, I like it. And then, like, uh, who else? But then there was a point where Drake Maverick's running down. Yeah. And he's like, okay, bye. And, and he, like, runs like, away. Bullying they, like, bullying. like, listen up. They're like, listen, look at these titles. Do this to you. Look at this title. He's ah. like, I can't, I can't see if they're blinding me. She's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. But they're really funny, like, if you let them improv. So it, the times when they come off really bad and really cheesy, that's them delivering really bad lines very well, in, yeah. in my opinion. They should be allowed to improv more. I feel like their characters would just be, like, risen up to the next yeah next level yeah after this uh which i thought what's i we thought we were gonna go one direction but we'll wait till later to go to the other direction uh we have a promo for uh bray wyatt or at least we didn't know at this point we thought it was bray wyatt like normal bray wyatt but what i was calling at this point was are you afraid of the dark starring bray wyatt because this is first the the dark promo this is the you know the the tree house or the dollhouse flickering lights the doll (laughs) laughing and but we'll get there. Uh, next up, we have the second triple threat match of the night. The Miz versus Baron Corbin versus Drew freaking McIntyre. Um, yeah, so you could expect how good this match was. Like, it was okay. Solid six. Out of what, 15? Yeah. Like, it, it was okay. Sure. The Miz the Miz is okay. I just can't deal with him as a face, man. No. Like, him doing, like, he, he just does everybody heal. else's moves. Like, he does Daniel Bryan's uh, yes kicks. He does the Rick, figure four, like, locking in. Because he only does it as a face, you know that? Yeah, that? he only has. And he locked in the figure eight leg lock tonight because he kind of did put the bridge on it. He did, like, do that. He like, did. there was some bridge. It was, like, a figure five. Uh, <laughs> he put a little figure bit of six. a... Figure six. Figure six. A little six bit and of a, a bridge, maybe. but not as, like, Charlotte does. But, yeah, he just does not come across... Especially that he comes and still comes out in, like, the long jacket with the headband. It just doesn't look right to me. It looks too cocky, and I don't like it. It still looks cocky. Yeah. But he's a Hollywood superstar, so what are we supposed to and say? And he's also a lot stronger as a face, too, because he's fighting off both men. Both Drew McIntyre and Baron Corbin to start this match off. Uh, Drew and Baron seemingly team up against The Miz. Uh, Baron takes the first hit to McIntyre when he hits him around the turnbuckle clothesline. I don't know what else to fucking call that move. Yeah. Right? Around the turnbuckle clothesline. Slides out, slides back in, clothesline. The alley-oop clothesline. Ooh, there we go. Eh, kind of uh, There's no alley-oop in... 
that's kind of an assistant moving basketball though. Yeah, it's more <laughs> of a. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, it's different. It's different. We'll think about it. We'll put a pin in it. Uh, it kicks the Baron Corbin, uh, running, uh, falling clothesline to both McIntyre by the Miz, and then we had one to Corbin as well. Uh, it kicks to both of them back and forth, but the last kick hits Baron Corbin. Glasgow kiss to the Miz. McIntyre then throws Corbin into the Miz, sitting on the corner turnbuckle. White noise powerbomb couple off the top rope where, um, was it McIntyre hits the white noise on the Miz, but was it, who's the other one? Corbin hits the powerbomb on McIntyre, so it was, boom, they all fall. And that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, back from commercial break, Baron and McIntyre trading punches on the outside of the ring. The figure four leg locked into McIntyre, but he gets out. Deep six of the Miz, kick out. Miz then dodges Baron with an outside. Uh, wait, outside and then other side. Oh, steel stairs. He slams Baron Corbin into the steel stairs by dodging him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when. Oh, God. Uh, that's when we have a spine buster to a jackknife cover to the Miz, followed by a kick out. DDT to the McIntyre by the Miz. DDT to Corbin by the Miz. Kick out. Claymore to the Miz. Baron then throws McIntyre out of the rank pin. And the win by Baron Corbin over the Miz. <coughs> yeah, that happened. So Baron Corbin is like, hey, and um, I'm going to win. And he does because people love. Somebody loves Baron Corbin. Somebody loves Baron Corbin in the backstage. Like, I don't know, you know? It's got to be something. I think Vince is like, I feel like Vince likes him. He garners a reaction. Because, like, <laughs> think about it. Think about it. Vince is like, I want you to shave your head. Okay. I want you to wear clothes when you wrestle. Well, he was, okay. he was going bald. He was balding. And, like, I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, maybe by Corbin being a yes man to him, maybe he got what he wanted. That's and uh, maybe this is <laughs> that. All right, Vince. I'll take the fall for ratings being bad. That's fine. You know, that's what that's exactly what it was. He was like, they're like, what do I do? Hey, what if I said it was me? Yeah. That's brilliant. <laughs> uh, next up, we have a- or Charlie backstage with AJ Styles. AJ thinks of himself kind of like a bulldog. He lists his accomplishments and says he's uh, he's done much more than Mayor Corbin has ever done. And then he says, which he, is insanely true. Oh, this is when he says uh, the line about, "I didn't beat Kurt Angle, but I did beat him John Cena." So, uh, then, then we have Sami Zayn coming out to the ring. Ah, uh, uh, still don't like it. I'll debate that um, however long. I really don't like this. I mean, Sami Zayn's funny. I liked it when he comes out at first, but then he just seems like he's trying too hard. Like he's just like. Please hate me. Please. I feel like they really didn't have a good idea. They didn't have any good ideas for why Sammy should still be a heel. Yeah, it's just like so I was happy. The whole like, oh, why don't you be like I was happier outside WWE? Then why did you return? Uh, money. <laughs> I, I need to work. It's, it's not even that. It's more of like the whole. Oh, I was so much happier when I wasn't in WWE. Like I'm saying, like when he was on vacation. Right, right, right. But then he goes, "That wouldn't wouldn't it be a lot better?" It's like so that's why I've come back to WWE to show like what like real whatever is and be like this cocky heel. I feel like that would just be a lot better than saying like, "I hate you." I was I was happier when I was gone and you I'm here. Suck, and it fans. sucks. You guys suck. Go to hell. Like it just seems a, a lot. More interesting than yeah, what yeah. he has now. And, ugh, I don't like it. Uh, Sammy says that during his 10 months when he was gone, uh, the fans, uh, he became really bitter. 
and but when he was gone, well, he became really bitter when he came back. But when he was gone, he was feeling very jubilant. And those that's the word. That's he a used. word. Yeah, it's a word. It means uh, happy. School. It's like I just think of Jubilee from the X Men. There we go, '90s kids. Everyone's just like, got it. Fireworks. Uh, Sammy says, being away from the WWE. I don't know why I wrote WWR. Uh, was the happiest time he's ever had in a long time. I mean, traveling the world sounds pretty nice. Then he shows all of his pictures from Instagram. Yay, Instagram time. Sammy says, upon his return to WWE, he became depressed and filled with anxiety and says it's the fans' fault. You should probably go see a therapist at that point. Sammy should start smoking some weed. Yeah. Uh, it works, Sammy. He's from Canada. I think it's legal up there. Doesn't matter. You uh, Sam, do it. Sammy says he's going to hold everyone responsible in the WWE universe, and he says he's going to hold everyone everyone accountable, and until he's done with that, nobody's safe. Is Sammy going to fucking hurt us? Is he going to come after us like one by one and like just like kill us? He's going to come in, come in our houses. Like that's sleeping. really who those um, those dark uh, promos have been for, like the little dolls. Like he's a mass murderer. It's It's Sammy. It's Sammy. Okay. Um, let's see. Where was I? Oh, um, Sammy then spins around the ring and leaves, and then out comes Cedric Alexander. And I thought they were going to go for, like, a segment and, like, do something with this, but no. No. I was like, oh, cool, Cedric Alexander versus Sammy Zayn. That'll be fun. Nope. But no, he just comes out to the ring and has a match with Cesaro because Cesaro's on Raw now. That's a thing. Um, Cesaro has control of the beginning of the match. We have a tilt the world slam to Alexander. Alexander mounts a comeback. Mishinoku driver to Cesaro, followed by a kickout. Suicide dive to Cesaro. Alexander jumping off the rope gets caught with a European uppercut. Cesaro gets the pin in the win. <laughs> so, Cedric Alexander lost tonight. A clean loss to Cedric Alexander by Cesaro, which makes sense. Cesaro's a really good it's, wrestler. I mean, whatever. Cedric age or age of Cedric. For the WWE Universe, though, I can't see this win making any sense. The age of Cedric. Age of First Alexander. First match on Raw. Loses. Bago, bago. It would actually been Bobby's. beneficial for Cedric Alexander to get the win over Cesaro. Over someone Cesaro, who just broke good. out of a tag team division. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he could have taken a loss. Because I feel like they took, you know, they took Alistair. They took Andrade back. To oh, yeah, down. yeah. They're like, all right, throw Cesaro in there, make him whatever, you know. Yeah. Sheamus might be on Raw or on SmackDown. I, I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like I thought about when I was watching this, there was one thought. I'm like, man, they could just do better with the Cruiserweights, you know, if they do. Oh, dude, I'm surprised they, they haven't do shut down 205 one Live yet. Thing, actually, two things. One, shut down 205 Live. It's and, inevitable when it moves yeah. to to when SmackDown Fox. moves to Friday. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, and make the cruiserweight championship like the women's tag team. Oh championships yeah, 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 yeah. Be hopping from yeah, brand yeah. to brand to brand. Yeah. Who's the current? Uh, Tony Nese. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Tony Nese. I I haven't seen it. I haven't even watched. I haven't even watched two hundred five live since. I haven't even watched. I haven't watched two hundred five lives in a few weeks. And I haven't watched a Cruiserweight match I since only watched one, the match at WrestleMania. I think the last 205 I watched was the one before the Sydney show. Yeah, I stopped, I, when I, once I, I stopped reviewing it, I was like, I'm done. Because I liked Buddy Murphy, and I wanted him to face ta- Cedric. And yeah. I, I do like Umberto Carrillo. He's good. He's on 205 Live. Oni Lorcan's on there now. Oh, yeah. I forgot about so that. that'll be cool. But yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Then we have Charlie backstage with the Usos. Uh, the Usos comically talking about WWE Raw tag team division. 
in walk the revival, and that's going to be a pretty good. Uh, that'll be a good feud going back and forth. The revival and the Usos. Those would be good matches too. Yeah. Uh, while the revival talk about the raw about raw not being SmackDown Live, the Usos pretending to doze off. And that's haha <laughs> funny, right? I mean, I don't know. It's comedic gold right there. There you go. Uh, followed this, we have the uh, showcase of the tag team division. The Lucha House Party yep. versus the Viking Raiders. I wonder how this match was going to end. Still don't like e- that name. Either way, this match was going to end the same way. Probably not get started. Uh, so the Lucha House Party, Viking Raiders come out first, and then Lucha House Party come out. They get attacked by the Viking Raiders before the bell rings. So the Viking so, Raiders, they're heels. Heel. They're definitely heels. Well, I mean, when they debuted on Raw, they were on the heel team. Yeah. So... Yeah, no, definitely. No, it's smart. And they beat up uh, Kalisto, Metalik, and um, Lince Dorado. Hit the Viking Experience, which is like an assisted pop-up slam to Lince Dorado. So that's what they do. Hanging with the, or uh, yeah, hashtag hanging with the Viking Experience. Or the Viking Raiders. The Viking Raiders. The War Ra- How many fucking names have they had within the last like two years? You know what I mean? Four. Four, right? They had War Raiders. War Machine. Oh, I'm sorry. War Machine. War Raiders. Then into War Raiders, the then Vi- into Viking Experience, and now the Viking Raiders. It's going to be like the Viking Warfare Raiders. <laughs> or Jesus Christ. Something long and annoying. But two people. War that, experience or something. Two people that should be worried are Hawkins and Ryder. Because they're talking to Sarah Shriver backstage. And, uh, well, Kurt Hawkins is a little worried. But, um,. But Zack Ryder, he's not worried or he's not scared about the horny woolly mammoths. Right. I forgot he said that. Yeah. He said the horny woolly mammoths. And um, what was he trying? Horny, like horns. I give it the horns. But like, you know, there's no. But Zack Ryder, of all people, of all people, the like the like the New Jersey bro, you know, you know what I mean? Or Long Island IZ or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> of Water. all people like i can Whatever. see um, I like i can see somebody maybe that doesn't speak english well maybe like they gave him that line and they were like fuck why'd you give him that line but it's zach Ryder. he knows what he's saying because even kurt hawkins kind of like smirked a little he was like kind of he almost his, broke oh he almost, he almost broke. broke yeah but and even sarah shriver was laughing a little bit i was kind of upset that the war or sorry viking raiders like, didn't come out with the NXT tag title. Yeah, I don't know what's up with I that. I feel like that would have been cool. Yeah. You know, when Kevin came out with the NXT title back in 2015 Everyone else travels or with the, 16 with or the whatever, titles. it was cool. It was dope. It was I cool wonder, to see the NXT did they lose titles them? on... No. They didn't lose them on a taping or something? Not that I've seen. I've, I don't know. All the spoilers for the next three freaking episodes. They haven't, they haven't lost them. They're still champions. Huh. So... Huh. Well, oh, maybe the War Raiders are, Vi- are NXT Tag Team Champions. Oh, God. Oh, because, you man. know, because the last episode of SmackDown, they referred to them like as two different names. They had the new War Raider shirts. You remember that? The last episode of NXT, I mean. They had the War Raider shirts. Backstage when uh, when Street Profits were trying to get a match. Yeah. I uh, think Street Profits are going to win the titles next. Eventually, yeah. Uh, next up, we have Becky Lynch. She's cutting an in-ring promo. She said she doesn't mind being sucker punched by um, by Lacey Evans, but she cares who's punching her. It's like okay, still whatever. doesn't make sense. Didn't make any sense. Okay. Uh, Becky, says, Becky. Becky says Becky. Becky says Lacey Evans is an, is a new version of an old approach, and then she kind of insinuates that Lacey's um, kind of getting her way to the top by other means. I mean, okay, she said um, she said geez. while you're in the back garnering your like or like something like advancing your career. 
Or she says, well, Lacey's in the back trying to further her career. I'm out here trying to cement mine. And then she kind of says, like, when she says further her career, she was like, oh. Yeah. She's trying to freaking. Say that she's, like, blowing her way to the top or something. Melina, her weighing up to the top. Did Melina really do that? Melina was is known. For that's being, alleged. For the allegedness sleeping of it. with everyone. Wow. But I mean, I I hope that's not the case. Out comes Lacey Evans. She gives her uh, Becky Lynch her man's her rules for being an official lady. I guess there, there's official rules. Number one, a lady uh, always uh, is in complete control of her emotions. Uh, lesson two, never be a show off. And apparently, lesson three is that at Money in the Bank, she'll teach the man some respect. And learn how to really respect a lady with a woman's right. I feel like I hate that you did your little shoulder woman's moving. right. I hate that you did that. But so traditional. So, uh, but then she also like said something. She says, "At Money in the Bank, I, I'm going to have both those titles around my waist." I don't think she knows that it's only for the raw. Yeah, because Becky kind of had this look on her face, like she wanted to say, "Like, hey, you dope." Hey, ya dope. Yeah. It's only for one title, ya dope. Okay. That, that's three. Ya dope. <laughs> Four. Um, so it begs the question, are both titles on the line? We'll see. Probably not. I'm guessing Lacey. It was announced this- that freaking Michael Cole said that's for the Raw Women's Championship. But, so, I, I mean, everything changes. Uh, let's see. Becky uh, says she's just trying to enjoy the last few weeks, but Evans has been nothing more than a human plaque to Becky's plans. Becky says that Evans... Pokes fun at she pokes fun at Becky's Irish temper for some reason. She said maybe it's because you're Irish. I'm like okay. I'm starting to see some like anti-Irish rhetoric on WWE sometimes. I'm like I'm over it, man. I'm over it. I don't know. I guess I can't really be that mad. Uh, Becky says um, she tells uh, yeah she's gonna have a match with Alicia Fox. <laughs> I, my notes don't make any sense at that point. You know what's funny? What when Alicia Fox came out. I 100% forgot that she still works there. I thought she got fired the exact same day Arn Anderson got fired. I thought they both got fired. No, she didn't get fired. Only Arn got fired. I know, which I think is bullshit, but I totally thought that it was that she was fired. She's no longer with the company. And then when she came out, I'm like, holy fuck. She's She's still there. She's still here. And somebody else got fired for letting her wrestle drunk. You know what I mean? Yeah. But WWE is very like that. Like they're very like when some. I feel like when somebody's like actually one of their roster members are actually in need of help. Someone else needs like someone needs to take the blame. That's not them. Yeah. Yeah. And then again, like, if she's in Gorilla and she's like intoxicated, who lets them go out and do it? You know. Stay in the back. There's a hurricane coming through. I don't know. I mean, Hurricane's one of the fucking him and Abyss and Sanjay Dutton, right? They're the new producers, so it has to be one of them. Fucking Dewey Foley might be back there for all we know, but it's, I'm just saying that yeah, someone, yeah, yeah, someone let her go out and do that, and they give to Arn Anderson because he's like supposed to be. Well, Arn let her go out like that too. But there's other people that could have been blamed for it too, and I'm definitely sticking up for Arn because I love Arn Anderson. Yeah, but yeah, yeah whatever. Um, so then we have Beck, we have Becky, Becky versus Foxy. Uh, this is a horrible match. Oh, it's a horrible match. That's Becky Lynch <coughs> crying out loud. 
Well, she's, she's you're great. only as good as you know the second half of this match. Yeah, it's the person you're working with. I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. So then, uh, headlock mania. They brawl outside. They brawl inside. Two Beck exploders to Foxy. Disarmor applied to Foxy. Then, um, Lacey Evan comes in, and oh no! So she taps out. But as but that bell was called the second that Disarmor was put on her. So I wonder. That's why I was just wondering. I feel like they're like where right, Foxy soon, was. Like, they probably told Fox like as soon as she. Puts so it in and just call tap instantly. Because she didn't look, because they got it from the other camera angle, so I don't even know if she tapped. It was as soon as it was locked in. As soon as the bell rang, uh, Lacey Evan comes in and hits Becky Lynch with the woman's right. Hits her with another woman's right. Because she's so traditional. She's buff, though, man. I'll give it to her. You know what I mean? Like oh, she's, yeah. she's definitely, she she's works, athletic. she's very athletic. athletic. She was a Marine, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wait. She was in the armed services at one point or another doing something. That is for sure true. I thought she was in the Navy. In the Navy. Uh, next up, we have Charlie. She's backstage with Baron Corbin, and he makes fun of her because I really didn't even – I started tuning out at that. When the, uh, Charlie, she started to bother me. She's bothered me for a while. No, Kathy Kelly. I'm oh, God. What happened to Kathy Kelly? I miss her so much. What happened? She's doing – uh, just WWE, WWE. Oh, com stuff. Yeah, she's like, she's dude, I don't WWE want. Now, she's, I don't want to. Tra- I don't want to travel. I'll go to the pay per views. I'll do. Like, I'll stay in Stanford. Exactly. No, no, she she lives in Brooklyn, and she takes a train to Stanford because it's like only a couple hours. It's like an hour, I think, at most. I went through Stanford, um, in a train ride when I went from Boston to New York, and I was trying to. I was trying to look. I was like, where is it? Where is it? Where's Titan? There's no way that you can see. No, not from the that train. fucking no. thing. Um, so next up, we have Ricochet versus the glorious Robert Roode. Okay, so here's the thing. I got a notification on my phone from Ringsider News. They have an app. It's pretty dope. Um, saying like, oh, Bobby Roode has new name debuted on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. And I was thinking, oh, God, is it just Bobby or is it Roode? Like, it's just Roode, you know? Because that's no. a lot of name changes has now just been like Mustafa Ali just being Ali, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was thinking that, and then when I opened it up, and I went on Raw, and I watched it, and it was Robert Rude. I like it. I, why? Because it's different. Why? It reminds me of the ravishing Rick Rude, first off, because they call him the glorious Robert Rude. Um, it's it's also different. He's giving me also a lot of, like I said, 70s gay porn uh, vibes. And he I think no that's Joey awesome. Ryan. He ain't no Joey Ryan, that's for sure. That must have like he has glitter in his hair. He did. He had glitter in his hair, which oh. I thought was like cool. Um, and you know, at least it, it it's better than just smiling, baby face Bobby Roode. Yeah, that was getting annoying. When we were all thinking, oh, can't wait for him to turn heel, we weren't expecting this for crying out loud. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, I like you said. I think people. I think you're gonna grow. I think you're gonna grow on it over time, man. I really think. Mark you are. my words. The day, and you're gonna be sitting right freaking there. If you ever hear the words come out of my mouth, Robert Rude is growing on me, or I, 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 I like Robert, Robert Rude. If I ever say those words, yeah, and just. Just be I'll, I'll hold a fist up at you. Freaking smack me with something because I'm not going to be in a right mindset. So I will never like that. Robert Roode is definitely going to get a push, though, because he went one-on-one with Ricochet and beat Ricochet clean. Clean. 
This is probably the worst ro- ma- Ricochet match I've ever seen. But um, The worst one that he's been in since he signed. Uh, so I did like the commentary on this point because Corey Graves is just going off. He says something along the lines of, uh, he says, there's going to be a spike in pregnancies after women seeing the mustache on Robert Roode because oh. he shaved his beard and it's just a mustache now. Yeah. And uh, everyone just laughs at that. Like Renee and Michael Cole just can't stop laughing. And they said, oh, it's similar to Elvis, you know. Uh, Michael Cole, I'm sure you were born, you know, after your parents went to go see Elvis. <laughs> like nine months after your parents went to go see Elvis. I was like, oh, my God, Corey Graves, you're just on fire tonight. He, he was – Corey Graves was really hitting it on yeah. commentary tonight. It was definitely an update for him. Uh, Rude gets a bunch of strikes. And head, head scissors takes down to Rob, Robert Rude. Yeah. Flying lariat to Rude. Standing shooting star pressed Rude. Followed by a kick out. Spine buster to Rico. Kick out. Rude dodges a 630 and then tosses Ricochet into the other ring post. Glorious DDT to Ricochet. And Robert Rude gets the pin and the win. So the first loss to Ricochet on the main roster, too. I, I mean, it, yeah. yeah. To someone that he should be able to beat. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. <sighs> no, nope. yeah, I'm scared to see where Ricochet goes now. And I even uh, said earlier this week I would like to see him. Laser intro and uh. so earlier you were saying that Robert Roode was a little off. This is not the heel turn you wanted, and it's a little different than you expected. Yeah. Um, now let's welcome you to the Firefly Funhouse. All right. Because this is a route that. Oh, oh, yeah. What? I should I should leave. I think I need to hop on a train right now. Do you really? Uh, well, I don't want to talk about this. So. Okay. Okay. If you need to go, you need to go. I'm, I'm just gonna. Okay. Back out, cause this. I don't want to talk about this firefly. Oh. Crowd. Oh. Oh my God! Did you actually think I was serious? I was like, wait, what? You need to go. I was like, I, I thought there's something happened on your phone. Corey Smith. I thought you something happened on your phone. You're like, Corey. I don't want to talk about this. I was like, oh, okay. I guess I, I can edit wanna... this out. No. Fire, the Firefly Funhouse. No, I think, yeah, I need so, to leave. No, I'm no, sorry. I was I doing this. Leave. Bray Wyatt is now uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood with a bunch of, <laughs> you know what it, rem- oh God, you're not going to remember this. There was a band in the 90s called Bad Ronald. Yeah, definitely. And, no. And they were like hip hop, like, yo, we smoke a bunch of weed, but all their videos were like puppets, like. You know, like um, like Sesame Street puppets, and they'd be like puppets that were like smoking a joint or something. That's what this kind of reminded me of, kind of like some stupid like Mister Rogers neighborhood. But it's just so weird how like they've been building up this whole like dark oh, it's, return of it's like um, into a it's like uh, what is it? Brodus Clay. Remember Brodus Clay is coming back, and then, and then all of a sudden, ah, Funky's on, on a roll. I love that song. I, I, I love that. Uh, no, better call your mama. Yeah, it's. Uh, it is what it is. Now Bray Wyatt is. He comes out. He's you know dressed. He's a lot, a lot more, what? a lot in shape. Very in shape. Very in shape. He's freaking C- compared swole, to what he was. Dude. He's swole now. Um, so it's very like Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. The buzzard. It, you said a couple weeks ago was a buzzard. It is a buzzard. I forgot what it was called. Was it called the Catch the Buzzard or something like that? Um, there's the doll that talks, and then um, I saw that. And, I, and then he I, has a the cardboard. First time I saw that, like the freaking meme went into my head of uh, Paige here. Paige here. <laughs> I literally thought of that. Oh, I was crying. Um, and then um, he has an old cardboard cutout of him of the old Bray Wyatt, and says, "I did some bad things," and then cuts the head off of that thing with a chainsaw. Okay, <laughs> if you. Me, you wanted something different from Bray Wyatt? There's I, something different. Oh, man. I mean, I don't know how different it's going to be because I feel like he's just going to go back into the old Bray Wyatt eventually. Because they did kind of hint at it a little bit. Like, he can he can turn back. Like, 
You know what I mean? Like something's controlling him to act like this. Well, you know, Bray did. It's him having a kid with Jojo. That's what turned him into this. He's like, man, I read some of these kids' books, and they were actually pretty good, man. I want to do my Jojo. Own, I'm doing my own kids' this show all, now. This is all your fault, Jojo. The Firefly Funhouse, baby. It'd be you for me, baby. Get Bo in here. Bo, get your ass in here. Oh, God. Bo Dallas, I mean. No, um, here's the thing. Bray did post on Twitter saying that, you know, better Run. luck next time. What? So I don't know if this gimmick is already dead. This gimmick might already be dead. Because he did say, like, oh, there was so much more you could have seen. Oh, well, better better luck next time. I thought he meant better luck next time as in, like, to the old Bray Wyatt character. No, I feel like this, they're already killing off this hey, fun house. He's going to come in next week just with the lantern. Because how could anyone well, take yeah. him seriously? No one can. Is he going to? F- oh, God. He's a former world champion. What's he going to wrestle life? in? Is he going to wrestle? He's going to wrestle in that sweater. <laughs> He's going to wrestle in the sweater. Okay. I it's thought, not going to be Sister Abigail. It's going to be freaking silly. Silly Abigail. Sally. Silly Sally. Silly Sally. Oh, and boy. He's going to hit him. Like it's, Do you think during the matches they should have the puppets on the skirt, on the Titan? Sean's like, oh, what are you doing, Bray? Oh, no. It's going to be a little, we're here. Like, it's not going to be the whole, we're here. It's going to be, oh. we're we're here, guys. Oh, my God. I can't wait to hear what his music is going to be like. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God, do not let it be Doink. Oh, what if he comes out as the new Doink next week? Uh-huh. That would be awesome. So let's go into the main event. Uh, sorry. I, the I, you're, you're suffering through agony over there. Let, let, let's let's stop this pain. I really hated it. <laughs> because this is the main event that definitely, definitely happened. Yep. Uh, AJ, AJ Styles versus Baron Corbin. AJ Styles versus Baron Corbin. There you go. There we go. Back and forth between two men. They brawl on the outside. They brawl on the inside. Baron is too big for a Styles Clash. He really is. He tried to get the Styles Clash on him, and he was just... Too damn tall. AJ was just like, okay, where, where do my hands go? I, okay, Baron, move your legs. I don't know <laughs> what to do here. Uh, deep six to AJ, followed by a kick out, which I'm surprised because that took out Rey Mysterio like two weeks ago, didn't it? Yeah. Um, by the way, I love a deep six. That's one the oh with extra pepperoni man, <sighs> order the deep six per, uh, pa- deep, personal pan deep size six, deep dish little Caesar's pizza. Uh, Damn right, I I love that move on Baron Corbin. That's the only thing I like about Baron Corbin. His finisher's pretty cool, but when he hits a deep six, he fucking hits a deep six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. It's great. Uh, Styles then edges Baron Corbin to knock him on the outside of the ropes. Uh, phenomenal forearm to Corbin, uh, pin and win. So. That's that. AJ Styles. AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. The house that AJ Styles is now buying. He goes, Raw, the apartment that AJ Styles rented. Leases. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there yeah. you go. So it is oh, what it is. Man. Seth Rollins comes out and he goes, Congratulations. I'm still going to burn it down. I will burn it down. and I Because I'm Seth freaking Rollins. I'm the phenomenal one that doesn't know anything about toxic masculinity. I just every time I just think of three things with uh, AJ Styles: toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. the gay community, and Sarah. Oh, the gay community! When they were asking him, they were like, "You're big in the gay community." Oh, well, the gay community. Oh yeah, he, his southern accent really drew with gay. Oh, community. because he got he got really uncomfortable. Well, he got the gay, gay community, <laughs> and then sounds um, like freaking Forrest was Gump it Sa- over Sarah there. Sarah Lynch, uh, or what was it? The TNA. Well, she was supposed to be hot. 
Who was the good, like the one that had AJ's baby in TNA? I never watched TNA. Okay. Claire, Lin- no. You're asking the wrong person. But anyways. Fuck it. Dixie Carter. Uh, that's, uh, that's the only girl female that I Did know. Did I ask you, does, does, uh, I think, does Vince really think EC3 is Daisy Carter's nephew? And I that's why he's not. and that's why he's been getting buried. I hope not. But I mean, <laughs> EC three still means Ethan Carter the third. You know. Yeah. No brawn this week. Where did, the hell's did Braun? He get, did he get uh, second? He turned on I SmackDown. I swear to God, if I'm Braun! on the train home and I look, and I start watching dun, dun, SmackDown dun, 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 and I see freaking Braun, dun. I'm gonna be actually I'll be happy because I'm, I'm tired be, of Braun. No, dude, because then Kofi Kingston. I'm going to SmackDown in June. Kofi so Kingston's I'm, losing that title, man. Oh, he's losing it soon. I feel bad for him because you know the second he was like, you got Roman on he, there. He sees Roman Vector. What, what what's Roman doing here? What wait, what's he doing here? You have yeah yeah. That's Ro- just it. Roman. Roman on there. You have well, Daniel Bryan might not be on there anymore. He, the mystery of his injury, we don't know. Yeah, because there was a rumor killer on his injury, so I think he's just taking a little time off. You know, he well was, nobody they're not talking about it, so. Um. You got Braun, you got Roman. If Braun goes to SmackDown, that is. You got Kevin, that's be- just bound to turn on the New Day eventually. I think Big E's going to turn on the New Day. No, no way. Just come back and be like, "You replace me." Kind of. No, no way. Or kind of like they it's going to it's going to seem like um, Big E's going to turn on them. They can't break up. The like New Big Day. E's going to be mad and be like, "Yo, you guys shouldn't trust Kevin," and they're going to be like, "No, we should trust Kevin. He's he was here." Why would, why would they? But then Kevin break will turn. The New Day, but then though. Kevin will like take out Big E. Like during a match or something. But yeah, if they break up the new day, then like the whole build for Kofi to get a match at WrestleMania would have been for nothing. Yeah, you know, and I, I don't want it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. The new day is just one of the like has been one of the best factions in a while. So that's like stick together. It's been no breakups. Like, think about it. There's been like four, actually no, there's been three Shield breakups. The entire time the New Day was together. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, fuck. I mean... You got Ambrose turning on twice. You got Roman leaving, so that broke him up. And, and, yeah. and, oh, you had Kurt Angle joining. I love that when they're like... Ambrose and Rollins are there looking serious. And then you just got Kurt just... <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. But... Shield. That's <laughs> the thing. I mean, I would be like that, too. I'll be like, this is awesome. Yeah. I get to walk down with the shield. Oh, this is going to be dope. I'll yeah. be smiling too. But yeah. I don't think that they should break up the New Day. No. I don't either. I don't either. I just think Fight a different route for him, but don't break him up. Mm-hmm. Well, that was Monday Night Raw. Uh-huh. And, a lot uh, of things I really pray to God. I wish never would have happened. A lot of weird things going on on Monday Night Raw, but it's all right because, you know, AJ Styles is a number one contender. Apparently, in a couple months, though, we have for Extreme Rules scheduled... Seth Rollins defending his championship against Baron Corbin. I don't know why I'm still talking like AJ. Just am. Just doing it all day, every day. Xbox. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Xbox. My friend Xavier comes over. We no, play no, it's X- Austin. Oh, yeah, my friend Austin. Hey, Austin, you want to come over? He doesn't call him Xavier on Above Down Down. He just calls him Austin. So... That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. So I guess, should we get out of here? Let's do it. Uh, let's do it. Or, no, we can talk about the Firefly Funhouse. Yeah, let's end it. Right. Um, <laughs> for City Wrestling Radio, for KCSF, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Noah Watts. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR4 and 5 Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Don't forget to buy a t-shirt, like I said, extra small, the 4XL, brownbutter.com brown slash CWR. 
www.smackdownlive.html. Buy it. Buy it today. Hey guys, we'll see you tomorrow with Smack our SmackDown Live recap and review show. Have a good Tuesday evening. See you tomorrow. Yeah. Bye.